Welcome to the Penzu Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Oren, and today we'll be talking to Laura Ko. Laura is an author, a blogger, and a certified life coach whose mission is to help people shed emotional weight that keeps them from finding fulfillment. You know, in our last episode, I interviewed Hal Elrod, who's one of those amazing people with an amazing life story. Literally, he has an, a life after death experience. If you haven't heard that episode of the Penzu podcast, I invite you to go back and make sure you cue that one up on your player to listen to at another time. But not everyone has such a dramatic turn of events in their lives. And my guest today, Laura Ko, is a perfect example of someone who seemed to have everything that society would tell her that she's supposed to want, you know, a high-powered career, a beautiful home, a healthy bank account. I mean, she was at the helm of a healthcare company. She had a nice car, a loving spouse, a kid, a great circle of friends, and more than that. Anyone looking from the outside in would say that Laura appeared to be the model of personal and professional success. And I'm sure there are many of us who have a great deal of success in our lives, and sometimes we just don't feel like we've really arrived at the place we're supposed to. And for Laura Coe, there was a major divide between her perception and her personal reality. And even with all of the abundance surrounding her, Laura felt empty. She was confused and she wondered how could she feel so unfulfilled when she'd gone through and, you know, checked all the boxes? Do you ever feel that way? Have you ever felt the way Laura did? Well, Laura invented a paradigm shift that changed everything, and it later became the title of her book, Emotional Obesity. Laura realized that just the same way that eating a steady diet of unhealthy foods caused you to gain physical weight and spiral out of control, her lifetime of an unhealthy negative emotions brought on by outside pressures caused her to gain emotional weight that accumulated to a toxic level. And she recognized that she was actually suffering from a buildup of pressure to conform to society's narrow definition of success. And that's one of the point that Laura set off a new path and she made a change to become enlightened. I like the, the way <laughs> enlightened. I thoroughly enjoyed talking to Laura about this concept of emotional obesity and how she's been able to help people from all walks of life shed emotional weight and live lightly and freely and their most emotionally fit lives. Please enjoy this episode of the Penzu Podcast. And with me now in the Journal Talk studio for some probing questions about journal writing <laughs> and lots more is Laura Probert. Hello, Laura. Hey, Nathan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. I'm really excited. Uh, uh, lots going on and so much to ask you about. And I want to touch on the Warrior Project book. And I want to talk about some of your new things coming up. Very exciting stuff you've got going on. A great giveaway for all the Journal Talk listeners, so listen for that. And Taekwondo, I love talking about body-mind connection stuff, so we've got lots of bases to cover. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you offer in the world. 
Okay. I'm a physical therapist. I started practicing physical therapy about 21 years ago. So that's kind of how I got into healing and healthcare. And towards mm, about 2008, I decided to go ahead and open up my own practice. And that's Mm. really where I started to offer a little bit more alternative, holistic healing to my clients. Mm -hmm. I wasn't super happy with how I was able to provide that therapy in the clinics and hospitals that I worked in. And so I decided to go out on my own. And a few years into that, wrote my first book. And I probably just skipped huge gaps of things right then by saying- I was going to say, yeah. You say it like it's just, well, you know, I was tired of this. And so I went (laughs) on to, but I know- That that's a huge risk, a huge undertaking. And a lot of people who think that they're really good at something, or they really are good at something, it's so different when you try to turn it around and make it your livelihood and do it for yourself as a business. That's a big, big step. And you're taking on so many things that have nothing to do with what you are good at. Oh, wow. You are not kidding. (laughs) That is for sure. And, you know, I didn't go to school to be a marketer or a businesswoman. I went to school to be a therapist. Right, right. So you have to quickly learn all the extras. All kinds of wonderful new things that you never imagined you'd have to get just as good at. Exactly. Congratulations. That's a huge, the fact that you made the step and a few years later, you're doing other things and being successful. That's huge. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, it's been an incredible journey. And the writing pieces, you know, I always had thoughts about writing a book. I probably had thoughts about writing a book even since I was a kid. Mm. So to have that realized and go through the process of deciding, yep, I'm actually going to do it, not just think about it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then and get it done. That was really, really exciting. And it opened up a whole new passion and world for me as far as sharing my gifts. Yes, nice. What was your first book? It's called Living, Healing, and Taekwondo, speaking of Taekwondo. <laughs> and it talks about the six-year journey that I uh, I was on with my son who started Taekwondo with me when he was 11. Mm. And we earned our black belts together. Wow. And I, yeah, he was 11 when he earned the black belt. So he started when he was five. Ooh, wow. Okay. And he's since stopped. He's moved on to baseball. You know how kids are. <laughs> sure. There's another huge accomplishment that you just kind of mentioned in passing. There's <laughs> how many levels before you get to black belt? I know nothing about Taekwondo. I mean, I, I get them all mixed up, the jujitsus and the Taekwondos and the karates. I, yes. I, I have no idea what the distinctions are, but I know whichever path you take, there are just lots of levels and lots of self-discipline. It's more than just physical training. Once again, this touches back on the connection between the mind and the body. You're training your mind. You're training, you know, you've got, there's lots of different layers to it. It's not just, oh, I just earned my black belt. (laughs) Definitely, definitely not. You start out at white belt and you move your way up the color belt ranks. So it's white, yellow, green, blue, red, and then black and so six levels yes and so and that take well like i said it was a six-year journey for us to black belt so it wasn't definitely not an overnight accomplishment and the mind-body connection in this sport is probably the reason i still practice it it's unlike anything else i've ever done and i have done a lot 
of different sports. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you could capsulize it in a nutshell, what's the philosophy behind Taekwondo? Well, my goodness, I, you know, we could talk all day about the, where Taekwondo came from and what the philosophy is, but we follow particular tenets and it's not, oh, well, and one little bit I think you will really enjoy is that when we test for our next rank, we are required to write an essay. Mm. So there's some writing involved in our Taekwondo. And so when I first found that out, I was like, what? I get to write an essay too? (laughs) (laughs) I was excited because I love the writing so much. Sure, sure. I'm sure there's some people who are going, oh man, that just sucks. I got to write something for this. (laughs) Why does that have anything to do with uh, physical accomplishment? And then other people like me are like, yes, something I can do well at. (laughs) So I can can ace that part and then... (laughs) help that make that help me through the process well and writing is you know we switch we have to switch from a very very physical sport to a few moments of a mental psychological piece where we're reflecting on something about our lives and we there are no rules for the essay we can basically write about anything we feel like Mm, but it forces you to slow down think a little bit and you know get into that other part of your brain sure sure yeah (laughs) Very good. Yeah, I was distracted here with all this great <laughs> so much. There's just so much to talk about. When you back to the six year journey in your book, and the six, you know, I, I don't know if it's exactly one year each or if you know it just depends. Maybe you can finish one belt in six months, and another belt might take a year and a half. Correct. But, okay. It all depends. right. So it just depends on where you are and, and how, how you're doing. But on right. average, it sounds like a one year per belt. And if I were to tell somebody, hey, I've got a one year course, you know, a one year workshop in training your mind and disciplining yourself and achieving your goals and mastering your, you know, your ability to find passion, clarity and purpose in life. <laughs> I don't think I'd get a whole bunch of people saying, I'll sign up. Sure. Where do I sign? You know, that sounds very daunting. And you've done it six times over. <laughs> right. That's very interesting. I think you're the first person who has put it in that in those terms. And I'm I'm really interested in looking at it that way. But of course, if you think about joining with your kid, you yes. know, we were he was five and a half, I think, and we were looking for an activity for him. Honestly, it was like one of his first things that maybe sure. he could join and get some physical activity and just some socialization. We we peeked in the Taekwondo class that day together and <clears throat> we turned around to go home and he looked up at me. <clears throat> And I said, so what do you think? Are we going to, you know, are you going to do it? And he's, he looked at me and said, well, I'll do it if you do it, mom. <laughs> how could you not? Exactly. <laughs> so I could just see, I could just, I've seen a picture of your son. So I, I could just picture those puppy dog eyes looking yes. up at you. I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> <laughs> how could I say no? There's no way I'd say no. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. That's great. Um, so, um, that's huge. Lots of great stuff there. And so what happened after the book? You said um, it opened up some new doors for you. Well, because I had always wanted to write that book, I think the journey of the Taekwondo being a catalyst for me actually taking the action and writing down what I really wanted to write about that story and about really my bigger healing journey is what it ended up 
being Mm -hmm. was amazing. And you have to be pretty brave to put your words out into the world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I was developing more confidence and getting some good comments about my writing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe one day I woke up and thought to myself, hey, I need to write more. I need to share my thoughts, especially about healing Mm -hmm, with, mm -hmm. you know, with other people and seems like they're accepting it and um, enjoying it. And so I started blogging. I blogged before I wrote that book. I blogged all during it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think the, the writing piece itself was what blossomed after that book was written. Nice. So it really just uh, unleashed your inner writer. Your Yes. Yeah. And, and, and ha- it sounds like it gave you a voice uh, to really uh, stand in and share with the world what you're about. Yes, it was the beginning. I'd have to say it was the beginning of the voice. Nice, nice. Yeah. And so Living, Healing, and Taekwondo is available on Amazon. And yeah. um, it's a beautiful cover. Uh, uh, there's these beautiful three circles overlapping one another that stand for one is living, one is healing, one is Taekwondo. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And how they intersect in the middle just means that everything's connected, right? That's mm-hmm. a big deal, I think. It is. I want to talk about that. I've had a few people on um, this this uh, program, and I don't think I emphasize this enough. I'm I'm still ca- grasping how amazing the connection between mind and body are uh, is, or the connection is. Um, it's it's. Uh, uh, are you familiar with Dan Siegel? Uh, his, I, his work with Mindsight. Yeah, I think so. I think I've seen him. I just finished uh, reading. I finished reading his book um, a, a little while back, and I woke up one day. Uh, I've always thought, you know, um, you know, I'm not the best. I'm not a couch potato anymore. Okay, so I used to be couch potato material. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I do take a little better care of my body than I did. I, I enjoy yoga. Um, I, I love my walks. I'll, I'll challenge myself with a bike ride. You know, I'm not the best athlete or physical uh, person, but I um, uh, have always said, you know, I don't, I don't specialize over there with the physical stuff, but at least I've got my, you know, emotional life under control. I've got, you know, I've got my intellect. I've got, you know, I, I sort of like have <laughs> said, at least I've got these other things. And um, I finished reading Mindsight, and there was some passage in there that I kept coming back to um, that talked about how the mind is not just, you know, what we think of as like in our heads, you know, or right. like the brain. It's the, the mind is not just the brain. It is the mind is anything that takes in sensation about the world around you, Any, anything that provides information or processes information about the world around us. And that includes our body, because think of just everywhere that we touch or taste or see or smell, that's all taking in information. Your body is part of your mind. Can you um, talk about how that came alive for you and and how you share that with other people? You probably have a great way to... Oh my gosh, yes. That's everything when it comes to teaching people about healing. Right now, I really believe that part of my mission is to redefine healing for people. Mm. And when you get stuck with a physical pain, illness, tightness, something that's happening in your body, and you've been to every doctor, and 
they can't fix your physical problem or they can't come up with a great reason why you have your physical problem. It really drains people of, of hope mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. They, they stop thinking about their healing at that point, like no other options. And this whole field of research right now is absolutely fantastic, amazing in it's really, really important because mm-hmm. as people start to understand those connections, a whole new world of hope is going to open up as far yes. as their healing. So that's what gets me really, really excited. I started my career learning a modality called myofascial release from a man named John Barnes. Mm. And he's out in Sedona, Arizona. And very spiritual hot center of the uh, oh yeah of, of the world yeah gotta love Sedona. When <laughs> um, he he's been teaching practitioners about this mind body connection for a really long time, and it's a lot of education about your body being that vessel of consciousness. And yes, the mind is not just that brain tissue in your head for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, myofascial, uh, that uh, sounds to me like uh, what's underneath the skin, a layer of tissue between your bones and your skin or something. Is that is that, right? Yeah. The fascia is the three-dimensional web of connective tissue that's a head-to-toe system inside, connects, surrounds, makes up, and supports every single structure you can think of in your body, not just the bones and muscles. Mm -hmm. So if you can imagine those connections, you can see why it's important. And And, going back to everything's connected that it sounds to me like that is a, and is it an organ of the body, a a support of, of the body that connects every, every piece of it together. Right. A support system carries light and information and energy to all of our parts, including vital organs. And so, honestly, 20 years ago in anatomy class, when I took those classes, we cut through the fascia to get to the good stuff, right? To get to the muscles, the nerves. They weren't even teaching us about that structure back then. Yeah. So, it's an amazing thing now to learn about it and learn what it holds as far as healing opportunity. Yeah. And now that you've said that, um, you just triggered a thought for me that all the people who have told me so much about uh, acupuncture or acupressure, um, how you can press your body in one area and feel something in another area or that these different areas that seem, you know, like something underneath your eyeball could possibly be related <laughs> to another area under your knee or <laughs> not yes. just making stuff up. But yes, um, yes. No, I've always thought exactly that sounds right. a little hokey to me, but okay, if there's some science behind it, maybe I'll accept it. But now what you're saying <laughs> is this, maybe this is the tissue. This is the, this is the realm of where, where, all those things are connected and there could be those pressure points that really do connect uh, different spots in our body. Definitely, definitely not hokey at all. <laughs> and you're talking to a big acupuncture fan, by the way. Ah, okay, good. So, good. you know, my joke is that I don't have a regular doctor anymore. I, if I have to fill out a form, I write my acupuncturist name and number down. Wow. And wow. yeah, so remember too that there's not only that fascial tissue that connects, and so you know, one point to the other, but there's also the meridians, the energy pathways, mm. and when you start 
start talking about energy pathways, people definitely start using words like hokey and woo-woo and all that sure, stuff. Sure, sure. But I've experienced it enough now to know that it, it's not, you know, it's real. It's right, their connections. Right. And they're not only physical sensation connections, but they're also emotional connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can... I, I can see it. I can't talk about it as well as you do now. Now, Laura, you um, were you a? How did you begin with the physical therapy? I began really in high school. I was starting to think that I played soccer as a little person, and all the way up through high school, and actually two years into college as well. And because I was an athlete way back then, I was looking for a career that would help me move into that field somehow. And so I thought, okay, sports medicine, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But honestly, the story goes that I signed up for a talk in my high school career center. It's probably about 16 years old. <laughs> and uh, the gal that was there that day was a physical therapist. And she was incredibly uh, jazzed about her profession. And from that day forward, I pursued it. Wow. Defining moment. Yeah. Our pivotal moment. I forget what, uh, what the, the, um, the, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, very (laughs) good. Yeah. (laughs) Pivotal moment. Uh, and the, uh, it's so funny how one simple, uh, 20 or 30 minute session with one person who's very passionate, very enthused, and, you know, just has a lot of uh, energy to share about, you know, what, what they're about can really turn your whole life. It turned, oh, my- turned your whole life into something that it otherwise wouldn't have been. Yes, definitely. And that actually that exact thought is what drives my current work as well, because I think we want to help the world, you know, we want to save the world, but what we don't, often realizes it could just be that one connection. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if you think about the dominoes that go from there, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. Very good. So um, help us to bring this into the world of writing. What What is all this physical therapy and, and myofascial tissue and... <laughs> And mind body connection. How, 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 what, tell us about your, uh, your, uh, your uh, journaling um, experience and how this all connects. Yes, there are so many little uh, threads to this story. And I think I'm, I, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to start to talk about it because it's been so important to me. But I started journaling when I was probably about 15. Mm-hmm. And I, have all of those books. So what's interesting to me to look back at those is they tell a story, right? I can see the different stages of my life that I was in and I can see that through my writing, I was working stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. And that is exciting to me. It's funny. Now I look back at that and go, Oh my gosh, I've been a writer my whole life, but only just (laughs) realizing it to the point of wanting to do something with it. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. I so relate to everything you're saying. How often do you go back and read stuff and and maybe less now that you've actually come up with a book and all, you know, like you've 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 processed and pulled and curated it all for for people, but Yeah. How how often would you say you would go back and and read through some of that stuff? Well, not not very often, but what happened with Living Healing in Taekwondo is when that book brewed in my head, that idea. Mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted to talk about that six-year journey. It was important. I could see what I wanted to talk about. So what I did is I went back 
to those six years of journals, believe yes. it or not. Yes. And what's so amazing about journaling is, well, in my case, was that book was already written. <laughs> it was in there in those pages. And so I spent well, you can imagine, right? I spent yep. a lot of time looking through, reading, transcribing some stuff, all that, all that stuff. Yes. How long? How long did it take to to from the from the decision to to make the book to having it on Amazon.com? Actually, don't let me scare you, but it was months. Oh my goodness! Congratulations! Yes. Wow. Well, you know, one sometimes that happens. And it, so when you get an idea and you have so much passion and enthusiasm and the writing is coming through you like a train. Yes. So I just put my notebooks and computer underneath my hands and I just Good let myself you. go. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> and the time. Of course, it takes a time commitment. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Great. Um, and so, so you've got all these books and they are sitting in a box or on a shelf somewhere. Yep. i keep it you know i can't i can't look let go of those now so it's tough yeah yeah i'm the same way just in case yeah i i finally (laughs) decided to make a digital copy of them all that was a huge undertaking (laughs) huge cost thousands of dollars but it was so worth it because the peace of mind knowing that if something ever happened to them i still have a copy i don't even know what what do we want a copy of them for you have children you can pass them down to Yes. Uh, That's an interesting question, you know, because I live really, I even teach live in the moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so journals are about your past. And if you're living in the past, you know, you know the story here. Yeah. It's a spiritual teaching, mindfulness and living in the moment. So there have been times where I thought, oh my gosh, okay, if those journals disappeared, oh well. <laughs> right. I've, had to, I've had to teach myself to be more like that, yeah. Because there's something help. There's something that wants me to cling on to. I don't know what that is, but definitely, yeah. Just uh, that exercise of, um, you know, what if I had to recreate them all again? I probably could. And you know, this, everything that I need is right here with me inside me. So I've got it. Those journals are written in my heart. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Um, tell us about the Warrior Journal project. Oh my gosh, this is my favorite thing to talk about. Great. <laughs> so here this we are, is... twenty minutes into the interview, we're finally <laughs> going to talk about what Laura wants to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> this was just such an amazing occurrence, and that's why I love to talk about it because it the whole thing just made itself happen. Mm. And I feel like it was divine intervention. I really feel like I had very little to do with this. <laughs> but uh, you're being modest. You're being modest. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I was headed actually to Sedona for mm-hmm. a myofascial class. This was a couple years ago in February. Okay. And I ha- I always have a journal with me. So I had one in my purse. Okay. And I had a moment I reached down and grabbed my journal and a pen and I wrote from beginning to end what would eventually be a poem. And at the time it was, I was writing it on the plane. I wasn't really thinking about it. I was just reflecting on what I was doing. You know, I'm Mm. traveling across the country to take this class and I'm super excited and it's Mm. all about healing and love and all these wonderful things. And (laughs) I was writing this out, but turns out that 
everything inside of me was pushing to read this in front of the 220 people that were at that course that week. Oh, my. And I got the nerve up, raised my hand and read that piece. And what happened after was people started coming up to me and saying, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for sharing that poem that you probably and, worked over for years and years and perfected and <laughs> like when people hear it and it has that kind of profound effect. People can't believe that you just wrote that in the car just a few hours ago. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> it was an incredible experience to be called at that point called a poem when I wasn't even thinking. I was just like, oh, okay, I'm going to read my journal entry to you all because I'm yes. pretty sure it was meant to share, you know. So after that, day after that week of healing there with those people, uh, I believe 30 more poems were written in the weeks afterwards after I got home. Wow. And I was was just a writing machine. Yes. Yes. Wow. Wow. And I started to think to myself, oh my gosh, I have to do something with these. (laughs) And I met a couple artists, a local friend, And I asked one of my friends, I said, what do you think? Could we make something out of this? What about a poem with some artwork? But I want this to be a journal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, so we added some blank pages after the poem and the artwork. And Warrior Love, a journal to inspire your fiercely alive whole self was born. Wow. 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 (laughs) It's a long title, but it's a good one. It's a nice title. Very nice title. And, um... Uh, I'm I'm really inspired, Laura, because it sounds like you write poetry the way I do. I'm not a poet, um, and I and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the the um, the best way for me to write a poem is just to sit with a concept and think it over in my mind, and kind of let myself think in pictures, and then just write a journal entry. And however the you know, I try to do some interesting things. You've seen, I try to do some interesting things with the <laughs> punctuation or the spacing of it and just to make it glide a little better, but it's basically just a journal entry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, wow. So, so this became um, Warrior Soul. And well, right. So Warrior Soul is the th- going to be the third. Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, so Warrior yeah. Love was the first one. Right. And um uh, I love that. Inspiring your fiercely alive whole self. Um, let's talk about that subtitle for a moment because, um, uh, you know, when I think of warrior and I, I'm not sure, do you have the original poem? I didn't ask you to bring it, but maybe you can I read it. I do have it. You, you might have to give me a minute to okay. look for it, but okay. um, yeah. Um, well, while you're looking at um, one of the things that I appreciated about uh, your website, your, your just everything uh, in, in our in our conversations leading up to this interview was that your take on warrior. You know, I think of oh, you know, battle and you know, uh, armor and and uh, <laughs> I think of army and navy and you know, being that uh, uh, that that. Um, War. I basically yeah. I think of war, you know, and, and, and any war, there's like, you know, there's, we're trying to kill our opponent, basically, or, or we're trying to damage something. And um, it's hard to put warrior and love 
together, not only in the same sentence, but side by side and have it mean something, you know, like I, it, I just, I'm not built that way. I, I don't, I don't think in the, that way. So when you, when you first told me warrior love, or I first saw that on your site, I thought, hmm, well, I want to find out what she means by that. And your subtitle really helps to bring that alive. It's the, you know, inspiring your fiercely alive whole self. It's not about damaging anything. It's not about uh, you know thrusting your your you know exerting uh, uh, um, power over others uh, so they succumb to your will. <laughs> it's, um, it's exactly it's about opening up and um, finding that uh, that strong um, fierce voice uh, of passion inside of you and and being able to connect uh, uh, to that. So. Um, yeah, tell us uh, if you have the poem. Great. If not, um, tell us about the other two books after Warrior Love. Okay, and I I have it here. If you'd like me to read it, it's uh, nice. It's not a short one, but it, it might take a couple of minutes to read through. Okay. Um, but yeah, the second journal was born mostly because I continued to write poetry over the next year, like somebody had un undammed the dam and it, this this stuff was just running through me and there's so many but what I'm mostly excited about is this third one warrior soul the first two were a collaboration of three artists and myself mm. but the third one is going to be a big collaboration and I accepted submissions of both poetry and artwork for Warrior Soul. So I believe there are about 25 contributors for wow. the third journal. <clears throat> wow. It's, it was a fantastic project that's currently, you know, working itself out. We are working on organizing everything right now. Can't wait to see that yes. in person. <laughs> yes. Um, but I'd love to read this poem for you if you'd like. Yes, great, great. Okay. This poem is called The Quantum Leap. The journey begins. The cab was early. The plane is on time. Everything was done, organized, arranged, and confirmed. From Dulles to Dallas to Sedona, I'm sitting by myself in a row of three seats. Yep, little old me, space. I'm filled with excitement and anticipation as I've been feeling the energy of this event building in the last few weeks. From test achievement to depression to sad lunch to joyful birthday weekend in an unforgettable snow. Don't think I don't feel you, universe, that push that nudges me from behind, mm. crowding my space, waiting for me to make a move. Instead, I sit still in myself and feel it. I don't go to class. I don't fake the lunch. I listen and feel. And I recognize the okayness of the moment, even in, in its dampness, mm. that makes me breathe. And I don't get tighter. I feel and trust in you, and I am free. Now I realize that nudge behind me was you all along. Finally, I recognize you, God, but I have never really liked that name. There seem to be so many conflicting ideas of what you are, too much room for getting it wrong. And that's the funny part. All of those ideas are right because mm. how you show up for me is mine and how you show up for him is his. And my filter of love is purple. His is yellow. We are looking, feeling the same love, but it looks purple from here, yellow from there. I like yellow too. I can feel yellow. 
I can at least be open to yellow because what I know is that we're all looking at the same thing, love. Mm. So my story today begins with an awakening to love and God on the plane and what could matter more. My story will continue when in the arms of the others also arriving here today, we lift each other up in healing love. Red, yellow, purple, orange, green, blue, and we all meld together into one amazing magnetic rainbow. And yes, it's magical. No doubt this colorful force has powers, superpowers, that some can't fathom. It is true and real. My purple self has felt it so many times now there's no room left for doubt. And to live in a space without doubt dragging you back, well, that's freedom. Quiet, mm. powerful, colorful, superpowered freedom that once felt never dies. If for a moment you feel weighed down with doubt, meaning you have a brief forgetting and you go unconscious to love, no worries. That freedom you know will immediately shine through the cracks of your doubt and blast the darkness. You won't lose your freedom. You never lost it in the first place. You were looking for purple, and maybe it was yellow that day. So there we go. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Here's, Here's perfect testimony for unplanned conversation that turns just amazing. That was great. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. Wow. Wow. And so that, that, that was the starter poem, the seed poem for warrior love. Yes. It was a feeling that I was connected to something else that was moving through me in these words. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, what a feeling. Yes. So many great, uh, you, it, it really does sound like, and maybe, maybe you've touched it up over the, over the years, but it sounds, there's so many phrases in there that carry deep, deep, um, uh, memories, uh, experiences, um, really nice job of capturing all of that. What an awakening. That's, that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so, Warrior Soul is on its way, and it looks like it'll be, uh, the, this is the third uh, in the series. And um, Laura, tell us about uh, what one thing I really appreciate about these books is it's part inspiration to write, you know, so you so this poem just like, just by itself, I mean, if you were to go to the bookstore and get a nice inspiring book of poetry, that's one thing. But then this is also a journal, Yes. Right, that's so, my favorite part about it. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's like blank pages in it, and 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 room for you to add or expand or circle something you liked in the poem, and just write your own response to to these things. And it's page after page of this. Tell us, uh, and and I've contributed. I hope uh, I hope I make it into the into the uh, deadline. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Good, yay! You so it's did. got a, an original poem by Nathan Oren in the in in the next one, um, and uh, really, I'm just tickled to be part of this project. And and the more I've learned about it, uh, the more excited I, I've gotten. So, um, yeah, tell tell about um, you know the the uh, where to get it, when to yeah. expect it, how to and and what what people can do with it. Yeah, so we put them together on purpose like that, uh, like you said. And when, of course, this is a bigger collaboration this time. So with 25 contributors, what we're doing is we're taking the poetry 
And then we also have the artwork and a couple people submitted both. So they'll go together. But in most instances, we're matching. Mm -hmm. And I love that process because both two times before it went absolutely perfectly. There was a a beautiful piece of artwork that exactly went with whatever poem it was. And I just know, you know, there's no way that this third one isn't going to work out exactly like that. So I'm so excited looking at the artwork that people have submitted such beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm going to be matching each of those with the poem. And we've put probably four to six blank pages after each set. So, right, you can be inspired by the poetry. You can be inspired by the artwork just by staring Mm -hmm, at that mm -hmm. beautiful piece of art that, you know, somebody made. And you can write, uh, really, it's it's an open game. Yeah, or just just write your own stuff, you know. Exactly. Just use that as a journal. Um, Sounds beautiful. Just sounds like something I would want everyone to have. Um, and, uh, they, where is, is it on Amazon? Will it be on Amazon? Um, warrior love and warrior joy are both on Amazon, uh, right now. And as they are on my website as well, and then warrior soul will join them. And I'm hoping for before the holidays, I'm hoping for that timing. That would be, Oh my gosh, what a great gift. Yes. That would be super. Yeah. Excellent. Um, you have an activity for us. We were, uh, I, I haven't even stopped for a break because I usually say, let's stop and come back for a, just a moment. When we come back, uh, will you uh, do a short activity with us? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. All right. We'll take this short little break. Be right back. Hi, this is Nathan Oren with another Penzu journaling tip. Have you ever been typing away in your journal and you realize you forgot to save? Or have you ever gone back and made changes to your journal entry only to realize that you deleted or lost a whole section of important material? Well, most electronic word processors, of course, have that undo button so you can undo the most recent change. But the Penzu Journal has something way more powerful. Whenever you're inside a specific journal entry, you can see in the upper right-hand corner a little icon for version control. And whether you click on the Save button or not, Penzu is constantly saving different versions of that entry for you in the background so you can always go back to any previous version that you want. And when you click on version control, you'll see a list of all the automatically saved versions for that entry ordered by date and time. And you can preview as many versions of you as you want um, until you find the one that you like. And when you click on the option to restore a specific version, it gives you a choice between overwriting the current journal entry or creating a brand new journal entry based on the version that you selected. (laughs) Powerful stuff for an electronic journal if you ask me. Now if you don't have this feature in your Penzu app, it's really easy to upgrade to Penzu Pro Plus. And for about the price of one paper notebook and a nice pen per year, you can have version control, double backups, import and export, a customized look and feel to suit your mood, and of course military-grade encryption for your journal. 
Penzu Pro Plus also offers premium tech support in case you have any questions about any of these features or for those times when you just need a little extra technical help in settling your journal. Welcome back to Journal Talk. This is Nathan Oren, and I'm here with Laura Probert, and uh, we're talking about warrior love, uh, warrior joy, warrior soul, <laughs> and uh, not the mean, angry warrior, but the uh, the gentle, fierce, alive, whole self warrior within all of us. We're talking about mind-body connections. We're talking about Taekwondo and writing, um, and uh, Laura has a wonderful exercise uh, for us. And this is one, another one of those exercises combining some activity and timing. So uh, we will, uh, you're free to um, pause the recording, take your time, do what you need in between uh, each of these phrases and, and prompts that Laura gives us. But before we go into that, Laura, I just love um, your mantra, your, your, your kick-ass mantra from uh, <laughs> uh, uh, your website. Can you share uh, a little bit about that and, and, uh, uh, yes. Well, wake <laughs> up, be brave, heal your shit and do what you love. <laughs> and when I came to those, basically those four short sentences, it was an aha moment for me because it was basically what I was doing mm. in my healing journey. And it was also what I was teaching. Mm. Wake so up. There's a lot packed into those four little sentences. Yes. Four small little sentences, but they carry a big punch. Wake up. Like be alive, be be aware, get get connected with yourself, be brave, um, heal your shit, take care of yourself, right? And, yes. and do what you love, follow your passion, exactly. uh, stay 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 alive with uh, with, with your uh, with your purpose. That's wonderful, wonderful. Got it. Um, and I like what you sometimes add at the end of that. Even after those four, you have two more. I have two more. Stay awake. <laughs> Stay awake oh. and repeat. <clears throat> yes. That's what you shared with me before. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I forget. You know, this thing has morphed a little bit. Sure, sure. But the journey definitely is about going back to number one over and over again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So stay awake means, yeah, stay mindful. Stay in your body. Your body is going to be the space within which you get the connection to your creative flow mm. and then repeat. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Start it over. Yep. Very good. Very good. Um, I love. Uh, I'd love to hear a, an activity, a writing prompt, uh, meditation, if you will. Uh, uh, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. These um, <clears throat> this short exercise is a little taste of what I'm doing with my students in my writing for warrior healing class, and it combines a talk about the theme, which in this case today, we'll, we'll use awareness with a guided exercise and a writing exercise. And so mm. what would be great for you guys is if you grab a notebook and a pen and some kind of timer, I use the timer on my iPhone a lot because we'll do a little five minute timed exercise. So I'd like to talk you through a body awareness meditation and then the writing prompt. Perfect. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. So wherever you are right now listening to this, I want you to relax into your seat. And everything that we do in life is through our awareness. So 
we're going to practice getting into our body and feeling what is there to notice. That's the space where we're going to connect. So I want you to relax into your seat. Take a deep breath. Try to soften, release, unclench. And drop your energy and awareness down into your core area. Clear your mind. And just use your feeling senses. Mm. What do you notice? Are you sitting in a chair? Can you feel the weight of your body in that chair? What does the air temperature feel like around you on your skin? Is there any bit of tightness, discomfort in your body? Just notice what's there. Relax, release, and make space around those areas. And take another deep breath. And as you exhale, remember to relax into that space in your body as we do our writing prompt. Mm. So we're going to transition now to your notebook and your pen. And you're going to stay grounded and centered into the physical sensations of your body as you do this. The writing is, in, I call it free writing. It's not censored. In fact, I don't even want you to worry about spelling, punctuation, capital letters, finishing sentences, nothing. You're just going to write the words that come from your mind, out your hand, through the pen to the paper. And I want you to fin set your timer for five minutes and finish the sentence, I feel. And you can stop the recording now and come back when you're finished. Perfect. So welcome back. <laughs> um, and now that you've had a chance to write for five minutes, again, with this free writing, I wonder if you had any blocks, any resistance. Was your inner critic fired up? Did you think to yourself, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to feel. I don't know what I feel. <clears throat> and the most important part of these exercises is watching yourself, mm. including the physical sensations, thoughts, emotions, and feelings that you're having, mm. just about being curious. These exercises have been very, very powerful healing tools for my students so far. But for me, really, I think when I look back at it, I've been doing this <laughs> since I was a teenager. <clears throat> But connecting it to your body. Remember, we were talking a few minutes ago about that. Mm -hmm. The awareness and the consciousness, if it's everywhere in your body and all you're doing all day long is thinking thoughts, yep. 
and worrying about what's in your mind and what that what messages keep yapping at you all day long, we've forgotten about a huge opportunity that we have to connect with this other thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there you go. That's a Wonderful. little miniature version. Thank you so much. Wow. Uh, the one thing that I just and the, this is a slightly of a, a recurring theme in my own life. Uh, uh, the, the past few months is uh, that th- these exercises remind me that I've spent a good many years separating myself from my body, and I get a little bit sad about that. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's it, that's a um, oh my gosh, you are not the only one. And you're not alone in that. I think we have spent lifetimes separated from that. Yeah. And when I talk about healing, I talk about it in this way. And earlier I said to you that I I think one of my missions is to redefine healing for people. Yes, yes. And it's right here in this. Yeah, and just just getting back back in my body. Yeah, Yeah, and it's simple, but, you know, some days it's harder than others. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) And ice cream is so wonderful. had to to put that in there um laura thank you so so much you've uh, brought certainly a lot of great content here to this episode i want to um ask you um i'm sure people are gonna um want to find you connect with you learn more about uh, uh where you are what you do tell us how people can connect with you and um, what you might have available for, for Journal Talk listeners who want more from you. Yes, thanks. I can't wait to connect with you guys. You can find me at lauraprobert.com, L-A-U-R-A-P-R-O-B-E-R-T. And please also feel free to shoot me an email if you have questions about anything I was talking about today. You can email me at bewarriorlove.com. I'm sorry, bewarriorlove at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Bewarriorlove at gmail.com. Super. Yeah. And uh, for Journal Talk listeners? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> for Journal Talk listeners, um, I can't wait to share with you all the – it's a digital book that I created called The Big Questions – And it's basically a collection of powerful journaling questions for you. Mm. It's, It's all the best questions that I've come across in my journey where when I heard the question, I resonated with it so much and so much um, reflection and healing really came from those questions. And so I wanted to share those questions with as many people as possible and get them going with this kind of journaling. Great. People love journal prompts, yes, uh, especially uh, beginners, uh, but even uh, f- people have been doing it for a while. You know, what do you write when everything's been written, as you said um, yes. in a blog post before? Um, and the, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the deep introspective questions aren't for everybody, but sometimes reading uh, reading through some and picking one out that does uh, uh, fit uh, for the moment is so is so uh, uh, it, it's like a it pricks open something you know it pricks open a um, a channel. To, yep, it so, can be a you. huge opening for 
lots of different things. And if you journal just for your own private, uh, you know, self, then that's awesome. If you're a blogger, sometimes they'll give you different blogging ideas. If you write for other sources, it's just a, a huge source of ideas when you get into some of these questions. Very good. So uh, if you mentioned that you heard Laura on Journal Talk uh, in your email, or um, we'll, we'll put up the link that's coming uh, specifically for Journal Talk listeners, we'll put that in the show notes and you'll get a copy of this book. Thank you so much for sharing that. And there's other things. You've got other great things. Your Body Works Healing Handbook is on the site. Um, there's lots of great things to uh, to enjoy there. So I encourage everybody to um, check out lauraprobert.com. And Laura, is there anything else that you would like the Journal Talk audience to consider before we say goodbye? Well, um Depending on the timing, I don't want you guys to miss. I've got a free warrior writing 10-day challenge for you coming up. Mm. And this is where I'm going to give you some prompts to work on every day for 10 days. And these are five-minute prompts. It's really, really easy, fun, simple. And like today, like the one we did today... They're going to be similar, and I will give you access. Anybody who signs up for that free writing challenge will have access to a seven-minute guided body awareness meditation that I have recorded. All right. So you'll enjoy that, I'm sure. Very good. Laura, thank you so, so much. Uh, Blessings to you. Continue uh, all the great stuff you're doing. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, uh, the the, – warrior soul book come together and thank you for including me in that i'm just so tickled and honored and uh i i uh i can't wait to see how it all comes together and um uh we'll stay in touch oh thank you so much nathan it's been my total pleasure and uh really really appreciate you letting me share today thanks a lot yeah you bet We'll, we'll talk soon That's our show for today. Thanks again for listening. If you don't already have a free Penzu account, I highly recommend going to penzu.com or searching for Penzu, P-E-N-Z-U, in whatever app store you go to. It's never too late to start journaling. You can learn more about this episode at podcast.penzu.com. And if you'd like to contact me directly, I'm at Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, at penzu.com. This episode of the Penzu Podcast is copyright by Write for Life, an online resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose. For more information about that, you can visit nathanoren.com or writeforlife.com. Until next time, keep moving, keep learning, and keep on writing.